Are you ready to make this summer your best yet? Dive into the Wholehearted Enneagram Summer Series with personalized guide sheets for your Enneagram type. You can get detailed insights about your personality and even growth tips designed to help you to embrace your gifts and also to learn how to thrive in your season. Get your Wholehearted Enneagram Summer Guide Sheet today for your specific Enneagram type as you follow the links in the show notes. I want to invite you to start your journey towards a more wholehearted summer. I hope you listen to all nine episodes of this year's Enneagram Summer Series so you can make this a season to remember. Here's something you should know about me. I love samples. I like not to just try before I buy, but I also like a little taste of something to see if I want more, as well as an opportunity to have a lot of different things and not indulge too much. So today I'm giving you a few samples of the Wholehearted Equip and Activate Conference happening on February 7th. If you are a faith board coach and entrepreneur or aspire to be one, this year's annual online event is specifically for you. I want you to stop the guesswork and get the clarity you need to grow revenue and simplify your life. Now listen, friend, I know what it's like to begin a business or try to grow a coaching practice and feel so overwhelmed by all the marketing ideas and those gurus who promise a quick fix. But After almost eight years in the business, I've learned a few sustainable and practical ideas that the everyday person can put into practice and yet truly love the business that they have. So I decided to invite the business coaches and industry experts who have taught me so that you can learn from them too. The three days of sessions are set within the wholehearted business framework of creating your gathering space. So day one sessions is going to be focused on clarifying your purpose and establishing sustainable rhythms. The day two sessions is going to be focused on cultivating authentic relationships. And then all the day three sessions are going to be focused on strategically reaching your people. So the first sample is from day one. It's my friend and stellar Enneagram 8 integrator, Carla Hayden. She is going to be talking about wholehearted entrepreneurship. She is all about shepherding in the marketplace. This content is so rich. And as we recorded, I took notes the whole time and I'm already taking steps to implement her wisdom in my leadership role with my tiny but awesome team. As coaches and business owners, we are in a really unique position to shepherd people in the marketplace. Most people hear the word shepherding. Oftentimes they think of the role of a pastor, but the work of shepherding is the responsibility of anyone who has been entrusted with leading, guiding, and caring for other people. You may never be the chief of this or the head of that, but you're always going to be leading at least one person. And I really do hope that people can come at it with the perspective of how can this apply to leading self, to leading someone else, maybe even in a mentorship or a discipleship type relationship, or even if you just have one other team member that's working with you. As kingdom-oriented business owners, we want to know what the Bible has to say about walking in the gift and the grace of leadership, and to do so with a business mind and a kingdom focus. 
So you've listed out your top three pain points. I want to help you identify your team's top three pain points. This is going to be especially true of you if you lead a hybrid or a fully remote team. They don't have the intel that they need to be successful in their role. Now, as visionaries and leaders, we are great at painting the broad strokes of a big picture. But let's admit, we're all friends here. Sometimes we can fall short when it comes to communicating those fine lines of what success looks like for a particular seat on the bus. So as a result, our team members can feel muddy when it comes to knowing what's expected of them or how to move things forward. As kingdom-centered leaders, we are called to imitate the good shepherd by being a good shepherd to the people that he's entrusted to our care. As we imitate Jesus, our shepherding secret number one is providing a way for your team through connection and culture. So Jesus has prepared a place for us, not only in heaven, but here and in the body of Christ. He places us where we will have the most impact for his glory. As leaders, we can prepare a place for our people by having good systems and processes in place and by placing them in roles where they will have the most impact on and in our organization. Next is my business coach and local friend, Enneagram 3, Sean Blanc. This day one session is how to find margin. And then he's also going to be co-hosting a live training on day three of the conference, all about the four stages of business focus and how to apply them in your business. I talk about it during the session, but Sean has been a coach of mine for the last 18 months and has revolutionized how I've approached my business. And so there's a lot coming your way. And then we're overachievers, at least I am. I am an overachiever. I am trying to do it all. I'm trying to do everything. I'm holding on to all this control. And so all of these different things are going to just absorb your margin and they are going to take away the time, the emotions, even your physical health, your creative health, all of this stuff, it's going to pull away that margin. So how do you get it back? There are only two ways to restore margin. And I guess as in a good way, there's only two ways to do it. So if you think of margin as being your total, the space between your load and your limit, what you don't want is this, where you have a whole lot of things that you're responsible for. You're almost at your limit or maybe even you're past it. Uh, finances is basically the only thing where you can do where you can literally live beyond your limit. You can go in debt to literally go beyond your means. Everything else, you have a hard breaking point where you emotionally are just done and you break. You're you're physically done. You get sick. Creatively, I can't make a decision. You know, by um, maybe it's Friday evening and we're going to do something as friends. And we would just go like, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Mentally, it's like, I'm done. Like, I am just can't make another decision. Can't even think about like, do I want to even go to a movie with my friends? We're just going to literally sit on the couch and stare at the wall. And now as an adult and as a dad with three kids and as a business owner, I'm like, oh, sitting on the couch, staring at the wall, not having to make any decisions. That sounds delightful. I would love to spend my Friday evenings doing that. Uh, so it's kind of funny. Times, times have changed, right? So this is what we don't want. This picture here where... There's very little margin and we are just at our limit. You don't want this for your business. This means stress. 
anxiety, hurrying up and hustling paycheck to paycheck, hour by hour, a to-do list longer than our arms. We don't want this. We want to restore margin through either increasing your overall limit or decreasing your load. So increasing your capacity. If you're at your financial limit, can you increase your revenue, the amount of money that you have coming in with your health? You can increase your physical margin through exercise and through diet and through giving your body enough sleep and good, deep, restful sleep. You can increase your emotional margin by doing things that actually improve your interpersonal life and restoring. So there's a lot that you can do. Next is one of my favorite Enneagram 7 friends and founder of Enneagram and Marriage. Krista Hardin is sharing on day two, and she presents a deep dive into our nine instincts that will be so illuminating for both your relationships and your business. I know if you've been a part of this community for a while, we've talked about the subtypes within the Enneagram framework. This is a little bit of that, but it's way deeper than we've ever expanded on here. In fact, this information was new for me and was so helpful. I'm so excited to pass this on to my fellow coaches and those who are Enneagram enthusiasts. She also gets super practical with a five-minute practice that will create transformation in your life. First, know that your instincts are your basic survival needs and wiring. And when you started out in life, you started first with a brainstem. When you look at pictures of babies and when they start, the brainstem is the first thing to develop. And so instincts are often so deeply wired that they come to us with an unconscious sense. They're not often intentional, but we can make them so, but a lot of the time they're just happening. And I want you to know all the instincts that you should have in play and working in accord together in balance so that you can thrive, as I said, professionally. This instinct is called merging. And if you're married, it can be merging even in a sexual way. But merging is important when you're trying to just listen deeply to the people around you. And this is so important when you're trying to connect with your audience and find out what are the felt needs? What are the ways that you guys can truly allow yourselves to share and to shine together. So of course, if you're relating with a partner, it's going to go into even deeper realms. But even if it's a business partnership that you're in or a team that you're having a meeting over, you can say, guys, hey, you're over here in HR. I'm over here on the pastoral leadership team. What is it that we can do to merge our gifts together sometimes? And maybe just having parties quarterly like I do with my staff that helps us so much to have times together that are memorable. Sometimes we play a mystery dinner game. Sometimes we just play fun office games, but we allow our lights to shine together. Sometimes we serve together. Sometimes we put a dance on together, but we're allowing ourselves to come and use our gifts together. So don't forget to partner with others. Now, of course, if you're looking to this and you're saying, okay, I can see that I'm weak in this area, either as a spouse or as a leader, as maybe a parent, I'm not so good with that one-to-one space. You can just take even five minutes a day, just like I said, for the self-preserving instinct to try to add in some of this adventure or some of this attracting and making things a little bit prettier or more classic or more formulaic. And then also 
allowing yourself to break that rhythm a little bit. And so you can see how this attractiveness, this adventure, and then merging some of your ideas together will be great, even if it's just a few minutes a day of thinking that through. This next session sample is for all the coaches or wannabe coaches in this community. Goodness, Allie Worthington has many talents, least of which is coaching coaches. Anyway, I don't need to tell you much more, except Allie has over 14 years of experience, so she has a treasure trove of expertise that you will want to glean from. Okay, we need to talk about the discovery call. Discovery call is just a free 30-minute call with a potential client. Your discovery call with them is a little taste. It's an introduction to what all you can do as a coach. It's a wonderful thing to be able to do because you get on the phone with someone and they go, wow, this was amazing. I do need that help. Now, the most important thing about a discovery call to turn into a coaching call is closing the sale especially when you first get started. It can be super intimidating to talk about pricing and make that actual pitch on the discovery call. I used to, 15 years ago, I would have people think about it and then I would send them an email the next day with the whole pitch on it. I made it a whole involved process because I was too nervous to pitch. But as I became better at it, it became easy and I almost always will close the sale now when I want to work with somebody. You can create your own pitch for how you close the sale. In the coach school, I give students a template to say exactly these words to close the sale. And it always makes me laugh because they'll come back to me and go, I had a discovery call and I said the words just like you told me to say it. And it worked. I love it. Sometimes we just need to have a plan for how we're going to close that deal. But here's what I want you to remember. We have this idea that confidence comes from thinking about things. And when we feel confident, we can do it, but it doesn't. Confidence comes from action. I want you to do tons of discovery calls. I mean, tons of discovery calls. It's going to take a lot of time, but that's how you're going to get good. You have to let yourself be bad at things before you get good. You're going to be awkward. You're going to be nervous. You're going to stumble around a bit. That's fine. That's how you get good. And then after you get good, before you know it, you're going to get great at it. So get your reps in, get a bunch of calls done, and then you'll wake up one day and go, I always close these calls. This is easy. Last but not least is my friend Sahar Twahiski. And friend, if you think Sahar's last name is hard to understand, how about you try to spell it and say it? (laughs) So Sahar is not only a Pinterest expert, but she also has a dynamic podcast specifically for ordinary women doing extraordinary things. Her entire business is something I admire. And I have personally learned all about using Pinterest from her. Her content on day three will help you take a practical step in getting your message out to a broader audience. Now, your boards are a great way for you to establish trust and add value based on your customer journey, right? So what are the pain points of the people that you serve? What topics can you teach them and what problems can you help solve? And how can you inspire them? These are all different ways you can create boards based on every board can be a different pain point. It can be a different topic. It can be a a collection of inspiration for them. Whatever it is, use your board strategically to meet the needs of your audience. You can also use boards to build authority by showcasing your work. And this is especially helpful for service-based entrepreneurs. So 
you can use it like a portfolio. Or if you have any client wins, you can include a board that has all your client wins in there. So when people find you and they want to work with you, they can check you out on Pinterest and see your board and your profile. And you can also create connection by creating boards that tell your brand story and personality. What do you stand for and what is your unique message? Those kind of boards might not be put out or distributed on Pinterest as much, but it's a great board to have for people when they visit your profile because it tells them who you are and what you're about. And you can repurpose a ton of your social media and Instagram or TikTok content on there as well. And then another step that a ton of people skip is adding board descriptions. So once you've set up your board and put down a name, make sure to describe what the board is about and include the keywords there so that it's discoverable. That's a huge, huge hack for getting your profile out there and getting your boards out there. Now, if you're worried if Pinterest works for your niche, I want to let you know that if you're a product-based business, a service-based business, if you're a blogger, an Etsy seller, coach, influencer, whatever it can be, you absolutely can benefit from Pinterest. It's not simply for, you know, recipe developers or people in the wedding industry. It's so much more than that. So here are some examples of different um, businesses or uh, creators and how they've used Pinterest in different industries. So we've got Call Creators, which is actually uh, an online community by Ali Worthington, who's one of the speakers in this program. And they've used their account beautifully for their different content to showcase how they can help authors, uh, writers, speakers, podcasters, right? So they have a board called Writing Inspiration. They have one for entrepreneurs called Business Training. They have another board for book writing. They also created a board simply for their Instagram account, which tells people, oh, we are on Instagram and this is the kind of content we're creating. Now, friend, I hope that you have loved each one of these samples, and I'm guessing you see the value of this year's virtual conference. I love hosting these events. I love gathering my friends from near and far to not only be able to share their expertise, but to invite other friends to learn from them. I know you're going to reap a high ROI from the price of admission. I am serious when I say that so many of these sessions were worth the cost of your ticket alone. Each one of them really does offer practical steps to take in your business and your life. Plus, you'll love their faith forward wisdom because they're really living what they believe and they're really walking out what they're inviting you to do as well. There's so much that I could tell you about, but I think this little sample episode has done that well enough. So what are you waiting for? Don't miss out on this year's event as we gather together and learn from one another. All right, friend, I can't wait to see you at this year's Wholehearted Equip and Activate Conference. Of course, you can find more simply wholehearted.com or in the show notes. Until next time, friend, continue to pursue God's perspective, purpose, and plans for your simply wholehearted life.